Welcome to Black Talk Podcast. Um, this is Oyade. I am the co-founder and the co-host of Black Talk. And this is Emne, the other co-host and co-founder of Black Talk. And welcome to our, our episode. Yeah, so this is episode number two. Um, and before we get into our special guest that's um, joining us today, I just want to ask um, Emne, how are you? How you been? Um, and yeah, what's been happening? I feel like that's a really deep question, like especially during now, like it's not like an easy thing to answer because there's so many things going on. Um, but um, I would say I'm okay. Like you know, the new year just happened. It's now like we're one week into January, and I'm just you know, 21 is my lucky number. So I'm a, I'm gonna really just cross my fingers and hope that this year is so much better than 2020. Um, but other than that, I, I've been chill. I've been taking care of myself. It's like school break time. So it's been really nice to just be away from work and stuff like that. Um, I've been like discovering new music, which is also really dope and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm for the most part. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I've been good. Um, 2021 has so far, you know, kind of started off great, but not so well, like, also um but um you know I spent the new year's you know with um my brother just you know going to the sunrise and that was really nice and beautiful um so and really peaceful so that was really great um I've been feeling good I've been feeling well um again listening to new music um you know I'm a DJ Mm -hmm. so always discovering new things I think something that was really crazy that happened as of recently like two days ago today is January 8th um, or the, yeah, it's January 8th. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was the 6th, the invasion of the Capitol happened. And I'm not sure if you noticed that or you saw on the news, but I think that was so crazy about the invasion of the Capitol with um, the pro-Trump supporters. So, yeah. Oh my God. Literally just turning on the news and I was like, y'all again, like, what is this? I mean... Yeah, I I I don't know what's what's happening. They really just walked in and they took selfies with the with the police officers and they were like, "Yeah, hey neighbor, like come in. Like what's up?" Like I was just like, "Where was this energy during the Black Lives Matter protests uh when black people were literally getting like tear gassed just to walk and talk about their rights, but then when a bunch of white people can go into the Capitol and literally walk in like it's their house." So yeah, that was just, that was just, like, another thing. I'm just, like, damn, we really can't catch a break. Like, there's a lot of things that are just happening back to back. So, that was yeah. I mean, it's, like, not ironic that, you know, the house that the president lives in, it's called the White House. So, oh, I mean, Trump supporters being able to just walk in freely and carry into the Black Lives Matter movement and how we got tear gas like Black people. And there was no tear gas in sight it really just happened kind of close to the end if anything when the national guard came um but it still wasn't equivalent to how top security it was around the black lives matter um protests and etc but Mm. yeah i mean you know i don't think it was surprising um because the fact that literally though they're like their neighbors their family members in the back (laughs) like in the crowd so um yeah, it wasn't surprising, but you know, white power, white privilege, it's very, very real, and we see it time Girl, and time again. Literally, the only good thing that came out of this, if there was anything good, was Twitter because 
Black people on Twitter are just funny, bro. Like, whenever there's just, like, shit happening in the world, Black people on Twitter would just make the funniest memes about it. So I'm thankful for them. We were just literally sending memes, like, back and forth to each other. People were talking about trying to find the stimmy room, change it to 10K. Um, <laughs> so that was that was really, really funny. Yeah, it was so funny. Black Twitter never disappoints. Um, and it's just like the, you know, in times of tragedy, trauma, you know, time after time again, Black people, we show that we can take anything and, you know, kind of find the joy slash the humor in things. And I think it's also a trauma response, but it's kind of like, you know, when we go through hard times and, you know, we realize how hard life is, um, we find the humor in in a lot of these things, which is, you know, it can be problematic, but also is not, you know, (laughs) but um, but all the memes, Black Twitter is undefeated. Everything was hilarious. And yeah, the whole stimmy, trying to find where the stimmy was, was not funny. And um, yeah, so I agree. And we have a special guest on our podcast today. Um, he goes by Ifatayo Onifere. He is a Boston native and he's also a photographer. He so happens to be my little brother as well, which is you know, interesting. Um, so yeah, without further ado, um, I'm just going to introduce Ifatayo Onifere, and how are you, Ifatayo? I am doing well. Um, my name's Ifatayo Onifere, and I am my Oyari Onifere's uh, little brother. Um, I'm 18 years old. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, I go to the University of Massachusetts, Boston, and, um, I... Do a little, I got into photography. Um, I would consider myself a beginner photographer, but other people say, you know, I'm kind of um, advanced for uh, my experience. But yeah. Yeah. You know, he's really humble and um, yeah, you're really talented and et cetera. So without further ado, let's get into some of the questions for today. Um, and also, thank you so much for doing this. Yay. I can't wait for this talk. I feel like Oyare has shown me your photography when I was like in high school, and I was like, "Damn, that's your brother!" So you know, maybe you're a little bit of a legend, and I'm excited to, I'm excited that you you came to this. Thank you. I'm yeah. excited to answer you guys' question. How did you get started in like in photography slash like taking photos and pictures? I got started taking pictures from, well, I guess um a little bit from uh, my sister because she started, because she, she bought a camera um, for her birthday and we should, started taking like pictures, but they were like nothing like too serious. They were just like simple like group shots and stuff like that. But I really t- started it taking it seriously in 10th grade. Um, I joined a organization called Artists for Humanities and they and it's an organization where a lot of teens kind of go to express themselves through art and they have an opportunity to uh, sell that work and make money and have that work shown in uh, buildings. And that job kind of showed me that um, that I kind of like, I'm into photography and I'm expressing myself through certain uh, images I could produce from that organization. So that's when I like really got into it. 
Yeah. And I got to kind of piggyback what you said, you know, when I did get the, our first camera, um, you know, kind of, you kind of start off as a, as a model, you yeah. know, you're my, you're my main model. <laughs> so like going from being a model into uh, being behind the camera, I think is, uh, comes full circle. So, yeah. And so how long have you been taking photos in uh, digital and film? How long would you say? Um, so I originally started with digital. Um, so I would say digital for about like up to now. So like about two years and then film I got into over the summer of 2019. Um, so about, about a year. So two years digital and then a year with film. Gotcha. That's 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 really dope. I I don't have much photography experience, but I know film can be like a whole process with, you know, obviously like you gotta go to the dark room and everything. So, um, I would say you know there's it's kind of like the ease of digital, but like the harder work of film. Um, but I know that you know there's different outcomes that you get with both of those types of photography. So. Is there one that you prefer over the other? You know, do you enjoy doing one of those styles more? Um, originally, I thought that digital was like gonna be better, but once I was introduced into film, I kind of enjoyed it way much more, just because of the fact that um, it it really like you're really like actually working. And you're not like just clicking a button. Well, you're clicking a button in both situations, but like with film, you you have to actually like think about what you're kind of wanting to capture. And with digital, you could also think about the same thing, but it's way more easier to to just look at something and then take a picture, and then you can see the instant result. But with film, you have to like actually like take the picture, and then you don't know if it's gonna be good or bad. Um, so I kind of thought that aspect of film was kind of like way much more better because you're actually like thinking about what you want to capture and what you want to do because there's only like one chance you 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 only get yeah Yeah, right because like I think with digital like we can probably take advantage of like the the value of a photograph like you know you can just you have like an endless amount of photos on your phone for example but with film like you said um, you have to really think about, do I really want to use this this next? Do I want to click the button on my, on my camera? Um, because I only have a certain amount of film that I can use. So every photo might have a lot more thought put into it. So yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Um, I would like, my next question is, you know, are there any photographers you look up to who gave you inspiration um, in your, in your work? Um, any favorite photographers? Um, as of right now, I've had like a lot of photographers that I look up to. Um, more recently, uh, there's this YouTuber on, um, well, YouTube that uh, goes by the name of Valandis, and he's a African American photographer from Detroit, and he kind of, um, he kind of like made me more into photography and get uh better equipment during like film and I kind of like look up to him more because he's just he he kind of 
produces the images that I want to gravitate more on taking. Um, and he just takes, he takes basically pictures of like, um, like African Americans in like the hood. So it's just more urban and more, um, the style I want to do. Yeah. I think it's really important. Again, like Belanda's also, thank you for, for putting me onto him too, because you know, Tayo is not only my brother, but he's also my mentor uh, when it comes to photography and my journey in getting into film. And when watching Valanda's, I think he's like a great example of you don't have to go outside your community to take amazing photos. Um, taking pictures in your own community of your own people is as important as it is in going outside your community to take pictures, you know? Like there's beauty in where you live in, whether it's the hood or whether it's it's your own community and it's like suburbia, um, but it's really important to representation of your own people, like where you live. And I think that's um, beautiful. And I, I love that about Belandez as well. So he's also a major inspiration, not only, I guess, for you, but, but for me. So do you feel like as a photographer, you see the beauty in people um, that like others might not see like in other people when you take photos? Um yes and no just because most of my uh work is i guess like landscapes and like buildings but i do sort of do portraits um of my friends and most of my friends are african-american and i know that sometimes most of the time um african-american people or black people aren't really like uh publicized in photographs or um on like build, big billboards. So I kind of just see the beauty in like darker skin or like um, curly hair or coarse hair and not more of like the loose curls, flat hair and all like that. So I kind of wanna, um, I guess, emphasize those features on people and especially like black people. Um, so yeah. yeah. Because I, I love that we it's, I think there's like something interesting about also, um, you know, you talked Uyare, about like also uh, making sure you photograph people in your own community and, and, and seeing the beauty of the people around you. And I feel like, you know, photographing black people around you is really like, you know, that, that really emphasizes that. Um, and I feel like maybe there can be you know, a line between um, some some type of, like, exploitative photographs. So, like, when people come into, like, random communities and they take photos of people, um, and I think about sometimes maybe, like, white photographers coming into, like, low-income neighborhoods and taking photographs of people, um, which, you know, there's beauty in that, but there's also sometimes, like, exploitation in the fact that, like, you can't really connect with the people you're you're taking pictures of um and whether or not you know they can they you connect with them um so I think taking photos of people around you who look like you and and put really like put them up on that pedestal is really important um you know we need to see like more black photographers doing that so I think that's that's really awesome work um so is that mostly the type of photos do you specialize in do you usually take photos of people do you ever do like landscape photography at all um, I started off with doing landscapes, um, just mainly because that's what caught my eye more. Um, 
I I like struggle with like taking p- pictures of uh, people themselves. So I gravitated more doing landscapes. Um, and I there's just something about capturing like water with buildings or buildings with people going by them um, that just kind of like interests me more than taking pictures of people. Um, not not to say that like people aren't interesting, but it's just there's there's just something about capturing the environment or like neighborhoods or cities without people or with people doing their own business if that makes sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but but with capturing people is it's kind of tricky because you want to capture them in in a beautiful way and it takes time and practice to kind of like do that um and i just find that sometimes i could like do a really good job but then most of the time it's just iffy um but i want to i want to practice more on taking portraits of people though yeah yeah i'm sure there's also just something easier about like having the landscape as your subject versus a person um, you don't gotta tell the person to like move to the, you don't want to tell a tree to like move to the left or right or something like that you know like <laughs> you can you can have more freedom with that maybe so um yeah that's that's really dope though like what is a part of your creative process what do you feel like when you want to go out and take photos what do you kind of prepare for before actually taking the photo that you want you know when you talk about film you don't really have that many like you have shots but you don't have as many shots as you're doing when it comes to digital photography. So how do you prepare for something like that? Um, so in the beginning, I found that, well, in the beginning, I used to just like go out and like just take pictures of like random things without really like creating, I guess, uh, a story or having like a theme. And I found that like my pictures would just be like all over the place. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have like, it wouldn't like just mean anything. Um, They'll just be like regular pictures. But as I like, started to develop or um, get used to like thinking and composition, I started to realize that you have to go into, you have to plan on what you want to capture and what you want to have, I guess, a theme of. Um, so I think that like having having a theme going into shooting is a really big part of how I like kind of capture um, the things I want um and and like it also just creates like a solid foundation for for future projects and the kind of thinking that you want to do is is like you want to have something you want to go out for and then once you have that you want to kind of do your composition and uh go on from there how is like the photography scene in Boston and like, what is it like being a, a photographer, um, a black photographer, especially um, in the city of Boston? Um, so I guess first off, the the scene in Boston's like, I don't know. For, to me, it's like it's it's okay because I've been there my whole life. Like, there's definitely like things that are like interesting about Boston, but like once you've seen, um, like everything is just it just becomes like white noise. It's just like an everyday thing. Um, but but I've definitely got gotten like good pictures on certain stuff in certain specific areas. Um, so the scene in Boston is 
it's okay. It's definitely a, a touristy town um, or city. I feel like if you go outside of Boston, it's where all of, like the magic kind of happens because it's more calm and it's more uh, rural out there. Um, and also being, I guess, a, a photographer in Boston, um, there's a lot of people who are photographers in Boston, but I often don't see that there's African-American males. Um, not that I've seen, but I'm pretty sure there are a lot of African-American males, but there's just not a lot that are like um, doing like film. And I think that's that's okay, but I think that if if a person who like does film kind of like takes it more seriously, not saying that like digital photographers don't take themselves seriously, but I think there's a lot of like mass production of like pictures um, and a lot of like same pictures every single time. Um, so I think that being like a black photographer in Boston is, uh, it's not, a, well, a black film photographer in Boston is not rare, but it's just not as publicized. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's really interesting. Um, I wonder also like, is there a community of photographers? Like, are there other photographers around you in Boston that you feel like you could rely on? Or do you feel like Boston's a little, a little drier in terms of, in terms of uh, having a lot of um, those creatives? No, yeah, there's definitely photographers that I know, um, mainly because of the fact that the organization I with, I built like kind of a connection with those photographers. But there's definitely, um, I wouldn't say they're dry in a sense where it's just like there's none, but like it like some of their some of their art just doesn't, I guess, resonate with me or like I don't find quite interesting. Like they look good, but like it's just not something that um is pops out to me. Um, but there's definitely more photographers that I could rely on or kind of like connect with to like do projects with. Um, but yeah. How does your identity at all um, influence your photography? Um, you know, how are you able to uh, mesh those things together if you if you do that at all? Um, so I guess a part of my identity well, uh, an important part of my identity would be that I'm African-American. So I choose to um, majority of the time shoot fr my friends who are African-American um, just because once again, or black, just because like it's more, it, it, it's important for me to like show them. And it's also like a reflection of me because I also see myself in them. And it's not just like I shoot like white people all the time because I don't really like, I guess, find that, um, find the, the, like, the excellence in that. Um, but, and I kind of like incorporate that into my art sometimes, majority for just portraits, but I guess for like landscapes, it's just shooting, um, more in urban areas uh just to capture i guess like that like the neighbor like neighborhoods aren't like so like poor or like um they're not like 
grimy or like like what other people think that it really is um so i just kind of like show showed the neighborhoods in a in a beautiful light than rather than in a negative light yeah i think that's like really important um you know i think as you say like you know you're black african-american and i think like that's really important to showcase people that look like you and still be connected to who you are as a person um because that no like it, it helps you like right like put more representation out there but also when people look at your photography especially other black people um african-americans they'll be like oh wow like this is our people and we can take pride in that and take pride in our communities and you know people oftentimes will like have this stereotype or assumptions about areas in boston that they never lived in but they have these stereotypes and assumptions and they kind of hold, like hold those to be like the truth about communities in um boston when in reality you know we're just like any other community um there's still beauty in our communities and you know it's not grimy it's not dirty it's not dangerous it's you know like we have we do have pros and cons like with anywhere there's crime anywhere but um you know people's assumptions and stereotypes are not always true and I I like how kind of your photography is like going into like truth seeking and and showing how beautiful it is in our communities yeah I feel like especially in Boston too like I see a lot of photography like when you think of Boston right like people always think of like Back Bay they think of downtown they think of like these wealthy areas um that have mostly kicked out black people um, even, you know, they think of Beacon Hill, for example, which used to be um, a mostly African-American neighborhood and Black people got kicked out of that neighborhood as well um, via gentrification. So I think, you know, in order to reshape like an image of Boston, it's really, really important to have these photos that depict other parts of Boston that, you know, white people, white folks don't want to go to. And, you know, that's okay. Like, you know, we want to show um, the the beauty in Black lives and, and where they live um, and say like, yo, you know, my hood is just as, as, as good looking as, you know, this downtown skyscraper. Like that, that doesn't have to get all the hype. Um, this is really where a lot of culture in Boston comes from. So I think you know, in order to reshape that narrative of what Boston looks like, uplift Black people, it's really important for people to see these images of Black people um, living and thriving in the city of Boston. So, yeah, I think I think that's 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 all great points. And people people better go check out your photography. Do you have any advice for other aspiring photographers? Um, I know you said like you're a beginner, but you're so humble. You've been doing this for you know around two years or what three years now, now. Yeah. And um you know looking at your work you've you've not your work has been in like the children's hospital it's been in um buildings in downtown boston um a law firm in like newton i do believe so you do have work out there and you've made money from your work um and you know you're really humble um about about your work um even though you miss you like kind of just started doing this you're like already amazing like kind of better than me than i started (laughs) photography which is kind of crazy, but um, yeah, like, do you have any advice um, to people who want to get into photography? Um, and like, yeah. Um, yeah, I got a couple. 
I guess one being just kind of just like be yourself and don't of course you could take I guess like um tips and uh themes from others but don't just like flat out like copy from your famous I mean your your favorite photographers you could take certain things from that and make it your own um that's what I kind of do uh you know just add your own I guess taste and flair to it um don't be afraid to kind of just ask for help because I've had a lot of help um throughout like my my journey and experiences um also don't be afraid to kind of just like ask for opinions on certain things or show people your work because at the end of the day you're you you can only get better at 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 this type of uh, art because it's not it's not just something you um you work on overnight and you're just a famous like photographer or you're just that good some people are naturally good at it but most people need you know time and uh experience to get better and get better um and yeah just find your own style of photography whether that be uh through film or through digital and um yeah you could just you could just start off with something you could just start off with i guess like a regular film camera it doesn't have to be a medium format or um a large format it could be just a simple uh like a, a, a simple point shoe or um yeah it doesn't doesn't really matter what camera you start from but those are kind of some of the tips i have for uh beginners Thank you so much for that. I think probably like we can start to wrap it up now, but um, I guess just to close it out, what's some of your favorite or what's your favorite song at the moment? At the moment? Well, I have two at the moment. Um, one being Tyler Harrow uh, by Jack Harlow and Still Trappin' by Little Dirk. But the one that I listen to the most is uh, Still Trappin' by Little Dirk. Yeah, give a shout out to Lil Durk, you know. Yeah. He, you know, his new album uh, came out, um, it was, like, really good. I loved it. And um, his tribute to, like, um, King Vaughn yeah. was amazing, too. Rest in peace. So thank you so much, Ifatayo, for coming on to the podcast. Um, your journey about photography was very insightful. Um, I hope people who are photographers or who are aspiring photographers um, get some gems out of this. Um, interview and are inspired and you know are inspired by this and um, about what we talked about we'll definitely plug in on all the photographers that we talked about in our Instagram post we'll definitely plug you yeah where people can find you can you tell the people um so for Instagram it's just I-F-A-T-A-Y-Y-O um and for Facebook it's just Ifatayo Nifare and yeah all right yeah y'all go follow you know support support boston creatives so yeah (laughs) thank you so much if this was really great of course all right peace bye